So if I were to look at 2016, for example, our ACV at that time was more like 4,000 per client. And right now our ACV on an incremental basis or accredited basis is roughly around, you know, 11, 12,000 per client. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Sri Shalapa. He's a passionate entrepreneur and leader in building high-performance organizations that care about their people. He spent over 20 years in leading organizations in software development and consulting in the U.S. With a unique background in technology, people management, health IT, and film writing, Sri brings a diverse set of experiences across industries and specialties to build high-performing, highly engaged organizations at his new company, Engagedly.com. Sri, ready to take us to the top? Yeah. All right. So, so what, what is Engagedly.com? Well, Engagedly is the SaaS product, essentially a solution for organizations that are you know, looking to build high-performance teams. So we really focus on aligning organizational objectives with, with people, right? Because people have aspirations. They want to go somewhere in their career. They want to learn. They want to develop. They want to have good management. And organizations have an objective of you know, higher revenue, higher profits, and engaged workforce. So our platform helps connect the two by providing tools to be able to align their goals, you know, align their performance objectives, provide training programs internally for de- employee development, career growth, um, and engagement tools to really engage. In. And so what are HR teams paying for on average? How much are they paying you per month to use this tool? Well, it's per seat basis, right? So every employee is a seat, essentially. Um, so it's usually uh, anywhere from you know, $5 a seat to $7 a seat per month. And subscriptions are typically annual. Okay. So I guess the question is, how many seats are people usually signing up for when they're signing up in bunches? Well, it, that depends on the size of the company, right? We have clients that are 20,000 seats, you know, and we have clients that are 80 seats. So the average is probably somewhere around four or 500 employee organizations, roughly. So, so you have customers of 20,000 seats paying five bucks a seat. So that contract source to hundred grand a month. Yeah. yeah we do. Wow. Incredible. Uh, that's great. Okay. So on average, it's 400, uh, 400 seats each. And when did you launch the company? Put this on a timeline for me. Say it again. Put this on a timeline for me. When did you launch? Uh, we launched the product in late 2015. So really our first year of revenue was 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started off, you know, really focusing on the engagement part of the product, right? We were focusing on 
how to actually engage employees, how to keep them connected in the organization. So we started out with employee social, gamification, things of this nature at this point. And then later we became more of a talent management suite. And how did you get your first 10 customers? Well, the first customer was my previous company. That's how we kind of built the product around their needs. Um, and then after that, it was hustle, man. It's not easy, right? After that, it was a hustle. You know, we oh, okay. Shereen, come on, give us something to work on here. Hustle isn't a good answer. How did you get your, after the first customer, how did you get your next six, seven, eight? What did you do specifically? Um, we, were, we started doing some PPCs. We started doing some cold email campaigns. Uh, and that's basically what's there. How we much were, are you spending today per month on PPC ads? PPC, we spend about 20000 a month. Okay, twenty k per month. And so, what do you? What's your CAC to get a new customer? Our our payback period is typically within six to nine months to get a new customer. But PPC is not the only thing. We do have an SDR team as well, so we do have an SEO as well. Mm-hmm. And so that SEO team or the SDR team, how many? Well, let's do the whole team first. How many people are on the total team? Total which team? SDR your, whole, team? your whole team, your entire business. My company, my company is about 100, 102 people. One hundred and two. And how many are engineers? Uh, about thirty. And then how many sales folks? Salesforce, well, sales and marketing is two different, right? So sales itself is about 18, 20, something like that. And how many of those reps carry our quota? Uh, eight of them. Eight. eight. The rest and of them are SDRs and, you know, sales ops and stuff like that. The eight that carry a quota, like if I joined your company today and I was one of those eight carrying a quota, what quota target would you set for me? But that really depends on the segment you're doing, right? If you're at the enterprise segment, you can probably carry a quota of a million dollar ARR. Um, but if you're in the mid market, it, it would vary anywhere from three hundred to six hundred. Mm-hmm. So, do you pay? I mean, if I'm if I'm a mid market sales rep for you, and my target is you know uh, you know a three hundred thousand dollar quota, you know if you want to keep a five to one ratio of my full on target earnings relative to three hundred thousand dollar quota, you can only pay me like. 40, 50 grand a month all or a year all in. Is that right? No, we ours are a lot lower than that. So we don't do a five, five to one. We do more, more like two and a half, three to one. How do you make that work at scale? That's that's very tight margin on your sales team. Well, that is true because but we have longer, you know, we have long-term contracts. So our contracts are typically two to three year contracts. We don't mm-hmm. do uh month-to-month contracts at all. I mean, our okay. contract is one year, minimum one year, our average contract size is two years. What what percent of new signups like last month signed it signed a deal that was more than one year? Um, like seventy percent. Okay, wow. So the majority are, you know, one and a half, two year sort of concept contracts. Yeah, yeah some of them are four or five year contracts too. Why is someone willing to pay you for you know sign up for a contract five years out? I mean, they have no idea what you're going to be doing five years from now. Well, five years is an exception. I'm doing some of them, like you know, a small fraction. Um, but here's the thing, right? And this is an enterprise software. So when you're implementing an enterprise software that affects everybody's life, it's not a sales software that only sales team uses or a payroll software that only HR uses. And when you're implementing, uh, implementing an enterprise software, it takes about three to six months to, to really realize the full value because there's a lot of change management that, that has to happen in an organization. So if you're looking at a product like, let's say, I'm, I'm going to give an example, like a Workday or SAP, um, we are the same segment except we play on the lower end of the segment, right? I mean, their implementation cycles can anywhere be from six months to a year just to implement the product and roll it out. Um, mm-hmm. And typically that for enterprise-wide, enterprise-scale products, a one-year deal is generally a minimum uh, for the most part. 
Do you have automatic accelerators as the customer moves from year one to year two, year two to year three, where the ACV will increase by five or 10% fixed in the contract? Um, in some contracts we do, not in all. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So PPC adds some cold outreach. You just hustling those that first year in 2016 to get that first customer. How many customers are you serving now today? How many customers do we have now? Today. Yep. Uh, we have a little over 400. 400. Great. And what do you think you can add this year? We should finish the year around 600. Um, but I think what one of the things we are doing is we're also going more upmarket. So our, our ACV has been going up pretty much every quarter over quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I were to look at 2016, for example, our ACV at that time was more like 4,000 per client. And right now our ACV on an incremental basis or accredited basis is roughly around you know, 11,000, 12,000 per client. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, can I do the math there? 400 customers at $2,000 a month on average means you're doing about, what, $800,000 a month in revenue? No, no, no. So I said 12000 a year, 12000 a year. Um, that's the incremental. Our current average is right around 9000 That if you look at the historical. So what is MRR today? MRR is right around 3.6, roughly, at this point. So you're doing 3.6? No, no, I'm sorry, ARR, ARR, 3.68. Okay, great. 3.6 uh, annually. So you're doing about $300,000 per month right now in revenue. Right. So you said you had one customer paying $100,000 per month. That's a lot of customer concentration risk. They make up 30% of your total revenue? A hundred. Okay. No, no, 100000 a year, not 100000 a month. It was 100000 a year. You said earlier that customers pay $5 per seat, my question. And then you said we have right. some customers at the range. So, so that's the average, right? So the outlier in that case, they're, they're paying like $2 or $3 a seat. So that's more like, more like the 150, 200,000. So you do have a customer with 20,000 seats, but you give them a group discount at about a dollar or two per seat. Correct. I see what you're saying. I see. Okay, very cool. So yeah. how are you? Those are obviously outliers, right? We have to make special pricing for yep. uh, Out of curiosity, out of uh, across 400 customers you have today, how many paid seats are on your platform if you added them all up? Damn. Um, a little over 100,000, I think, right now. Yeah, that's great. And are you seeing adoption? A lot of times these HR tools, get they get purchased by HR, they tell their teams to use them. They pay for the seats, but the teams don't actually use them. Mm-hmm. Adoption, that's why the engagement part becomes important. You know, So if you add the social component, if you add the learning management component or internal training, you know, a lot of organizations have to take training, especially, especially if it's a compliance training, they kind of have to do it at the employee and the manager level. Mm-hmm. Uh, social gamification and the adoption does increase. Now, if they're only using it for performance reviews once a year, or goal setting where they don't look at the goals at all up until the year is over, then the adoption does become a problem. So there's a lot of process aspect to it, which is where our professional services organization really comes in to help them improve that. Last year, when you look at total revenue, what percent was professional services versus SaaS? Oh, our professional services revenue is tiny. It's like 4% right now. Okay. And what are you selling there? What is the service? Uh, they're... Two types of services. One is the implementation services. Right? How much yeah. do you charge for implementation? Um, it varies based on the size and the complexity of the implementation. It can go anywhere from $200, $300 to $5,000. Mm-hmm. But it's usually like a loss leader. We don't really make a lot of money in it. You know? uh, but it's really in our interest to implement them correctly so they can, you know, they can get the best adoption possible. And what does growth look like today? If you're doing $3.6 million in ARR today, where were you a year ago? Uh, a year ago, we were at 
four, two, four. Okay, good growth. Now, have you driven all this growth bootstrapped? Yes. Oh, congrats, man. We love that. Thank you. Thank you. Are you, are you looking, would you consider raising? Are you looking at raising? You know, I keep going back and forth because as you know, and as other people were saying in your uh, webinar, you know, our, our, our emails are blowing up from VCs. You know, there's too much cash out there. They're trying to invest. And I'm trying to just see how far I can take it without having to raise cash, you know. Yeah. Um, we are not EBITDA positive yet, but we will be uh, in, the, in the Q3, Q4 timeframe. So if you're burning money and you're bootstrapped, who's making up the loss? Are you personally putting cash in the business every um, month? Yeah, we are. How much have you personally put in? We've put in, between me and my partners, we've put in to date about $3 million Okay. System. Okay. And, and so like, how do you get money to spend on this? Did you, have you exited a company before? Or what? before. Yeah. That's, ah. I got my gray hairs to show for it. Yeah. We had an exit, you know, for another consulting company that we did that got acquired by a private equity about a year ago. What would you value your business at today? Yeah. It's hard to value, man, you know, because the valuation metrics are so all over the place. You know, you can say I'm 10 X revenue or 20 X revenue, depending on where you are. Uh, I mean, I would, I would suspect today it's probably in the 30 to 50 range, depending on who's, who's buying it. Is they buying it for strategic reasons or if they're buying it for purely cash? Mm -hmm. No, I hear you. Hey, last few questions before we wrap up. Churn is critical in a SaaS business. What's your revenue churn over the past 12 months? Our net revenue churn, well, the past 12 months was really bad because of the COVID. You know, a lot of our lower end customers, um, a lot of them went out of business or cut their staff dramatically. Um, but we ended up still doing pretty well. I think we ended up with a net revenue retention of a little over 90%. Mm -hmm. Okay. And can you peel that back for me? What was gross churn and then what was expansion? So the gross churn was in the low 80s. So low, not 80s, 80s retention, gross revenue retention was in the low 80s and the rest of it was expansion. Got it. So you churn for ten, gross retention was in the 80s. So flipping that gross churn was about 20%. Expansion. About 80, 17, 18%, actually. Yeah, okay. I think about like logo churn or dollar gross churn. I'm talking dollar churn. Yeah, dollar gross churn is what's probably about 18% churn. And then you've got it sounds like about 8% expansion. And that's where you get 90% net revenue retention. Right. That was for the year. Now, yep. I will say the Q4, we actually had a 105% revenue retention for Q4. So the market is definitely behaving at this point. That's also. great. What are you paying to acquire a new customer right now? I know you have a six to nine month payback period, but what are you paying? What am I paying who? CAC, customer acquisition cost, all in, fully weighted. About uh, six, six to 8,000 per, per deal. And where are you spending that money besides salespeople uh, commissions? We spend our money on marketing, right? So we have a marketing team that runs paid campaigns, but also it runs a lot of campaigns in general. Um, we have content writers, SEO. I'm, I'm factoring in all of that cost. Mm -hmm. Very good. Shri, good stuff here. We're rooting for you, man. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? My, fa my favorite book is actually Black Swan by Nassim Taleb. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? You know, I really like the CEO of Atlassian. I forgot his name. Um, mm -hmm. well, which one? Simmons, who just left? Jay Simmons? Not that guy. The other guy. Mark okay. or whatever his name was. Um, no, he, they have a great story about how they bootstrapped and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the humility. I just really like what they've done. With that. Number three, what's your, what's your favorite online tool for building a business? Uh, Google Analytics. 
Seven. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? About seven and a half. Seven, That's seven good. And, a half. and which situation? Married, single, kids? Um, I'm single with a with a with a kid. Okay, good. And how old are you? Oh man, that's a tough one. I'm 48. 48. Last question. What's yeah. something you wish you knew when you were 20, Shri? Patience. Patience. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I, I should have had more patience in my 20s. Guys, he's in the HR tech space, helping teams manage themselves, employee performance, and increasing tool engagedly.com. They've grown about 3.6 million bucks in terms of run rate, up from 2.4 million just a year ago. They've done this all bootstrap, serving 400 paid customers right now. They're still burning cash. The co founders have put in about 3 million bucks to grow the business today. Uh, team says about 102 people, 30 engineers, 18 sales employees, eight of them carry a quota of call between half a million and a million. Buck, Shri, we're rooting for you. Thanks for taking us to the top. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Nathan. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thanks for doing all the good work.